0: Hey, Stacy. Hey, Kathy. Are we GHing?
1: We are, but we're putting a twist on it this time.
0: Twist, twist, twist. We are going to look back both historically because some of these questions go back quite a ways.
1: Right? Because Kathy's been watching forever and Stacy's been watching for two years. So my historical knowledge is limited.
0: Uh, we wanted to really kind of look back at our first 40 episodes and such a good number i'm so excited (laughs) and some of the uh fun stuff about season 60 and ask each other what our thoughts are and i get to ask first because Stacey said it was uh, she didn't care so i was like all right fine i'm asking you first
1: i don't want to make decisions this morning it's early
0: question number one what do you feel or who which what i don't know how to ask it What were the best and also perhaps the worst romantic couplings of season 60?
1: I'm pretty sure this falls still under season 60. And if it doesn't, you can yell at me and I'll change it. But for me, best coupling, Sasha and Brando. Oh, yeah. They're so sweet. They're just such lovely people. I hate that their relationship was so short. I hate it, but I loved them as a couple.
0: Yeah, they were great. And the worst
1: coupling. <sighs> worst coupling. I, I keep going back to um, Austin and Ava. I don't love it. I, I think they actually might have chemistry, but the whole relationship has been forced like there was nothing natural about their relationship at all and then we're trying to buy that Austin has all these feelings for her and Ava doesn't even understand that he has like it's very it's very forced and awkward and hard to comprehend whereas I have been watching the old episodes and Franco and Ava had chemistry they weren't a couple but they they had good banter and maybe that's why they were, they went this route. I just, I feel like it's awkward and hmm. it it's could also, have been done better.
0: Yeah. It's also borderline abusive. Yeah. It's, threatening it's like
1: her. a, yeah. Both of them are blackmail. It's, it's a, it's not healthy and I don't like it. Okay. So it's interesting. My first question is similar. But Kathy's knowledge is greater. And what is your f- favorite GH couple of all time and why?
0: Okay, I love this question because it forced me to think through all my the couples that I love watching. And of course, I think I've said it before. The, the couple that introduced me when I was in high school was Frisco and Felicia, but they're not my all-time favorite couple. My all time favorite couple is the couple that I honestly feel like their story was the best romantic storyline that I've ever seen on the soap. And that is Lulu and Dante. Because Lulu as Luke's daughter was such a powerful character. And she was passionate about who she loved and who she was loyal to and her whole world view was a certain way she she loved her father her father's best friend was sunny therefore she loved sunny everything was great dante comes in undercover doesn't tell anybody that he's secretly a cop trying to bring sunny down and in the process falls in love with lulu and there's this scene where lulu is basically trapped and dying in about to drown and dante's down there with her and she literally figures it out and dante comes clean with who he is he's olivia's son and he's gonna bring down sunny and she's like don't bring down sunny he's you know family friend i love him and then like that whole origin of their relationship Was fascinating to me because it made Lulu's whole. It shook Lulu's whole world because then, when Sunny shoots Dante, because he doesn't know that Dante's his son, Dante says, "Hey, I'm a cop. I'm going to bring you down." Sunny shoots to kill him. Olivia rushes in. He's your son. Lulu is like her whole ground. Did Dante know Sunny was his dad? No. Okay. Not until the moment he woke up in the hospital. Okay. Lulu found out before he did. So that, and then they took their time. It's like everybody had to come to grips with Dante was, I mean, Lulu was angry at Sunny. She was angry at Jason. It was just phenomenal. And in the meantime, they just really wanted to be with each other. And it was so perfect and beautiful. So. That's my long answer. But, I mean, the, the actors, they had chemistry. They were perfectly matched. Very independent, strong people that really weren't trying to change each other. Uh, but coming together at such a hard time for, for both of them, that it was it was a great storyline.
1: Do you think they'll get back together if Lulu wakes up?
0: I mean, long-term, the answer, I think, is has to be yes. But it'd be a... Because now I think Dante with Sam is also very good. Like, that's a good, strong couple. So I think if Lulu comes back, it's going to be a long pathway back. Not going to happen right away. But yes, I think Dante and Lulu are destined to be back together if she comes back. My opinion. Okay, my question. <laughs> Oh, it's so much fun to answer questions about things that you love. Number two, what is the storyline that resonated with you the most? And it doesn't have to be in season 60, but, and, and you can go back to the storylines that you're watching on the other one. And what storyline did you hate literally every single goddamn minute of?
1: I really, really liked Brit and Jason's runaway time.
0: Oh, wow. I forgot all about that.
1: I loved it. I loved their little bubble. I loved that they were both resourceful in their own way. Neither one of them were trustworthy trustworthy or or trusting and they both became vulnerable to each other. I just really liked that story. It was also a really short story, but it was fun for me. He went, you know, with them to rescue from Peter. I just I liked it. I liked it a lot. Um, I don't know that I would say that like i I can't relate to it in any way, but I really enjoyed it. I really hate what they did with Gladys's character. She redeemed herself for like two minutes, and the minute she's on screen, my shoulders hunch, my forehead furrows, I grip my teeth. I hate her. I hate that she's abusing Sasha. She knows that she's abusing Sasha, and she's still lying about it. Mm-hmm. It's hard. Even as she thinks she's rescuing Sasha, as she's doing everything she can, she is not. Yep. I, I, I hate it. I, I feel like, from what I've been watching... The characters all have depth in both directions, right? Like, you could be a terrible human, but you still have good in you. I I, I can't find it in Gladys.
0: Yeah, the, um, there was a, a slim moment when Gladys was starting to feel like she was redeemed. And then, like, she almost doubled down with Montague. And that was like, Whoa yeah i mean
1: and she's withholding truth to even help find sasha yep i would like kathy to just rant about her (laughs) hatred of nina i want to know when it started and if she thinks at any point nina is redeemable because her hatred of nina is like almost irrational at some times she has reason don't get me wrong But even if Nina is doing something good, I just fucking hate her. And I was like, okay, great. So I would like you to rant,
0: please. Okay, I think the problem is, is that you started watching this with me after what Nina did happened. And so all you're seeing is this kind of like Nina with her other relationships and trying to be forgiven. And you didn't get like with Gladys, you're like you're seeing the moment when Gladys becomes irredeemable. But what's going to happen in the soap is that a year from now, they're going to try to make you feel something for Gladys. And if you didn't see this moment, like with her and Dr. Montague, you would see only what the the other things, but what happened was unforgivable because Sonny had an accident. He, he fell off the bridge with Julian and his head, and lost his memory. He, he basically had a ghost scene with his dad and then shows up basically in whatever that town was with Phyllis and that wonderful actor who I can't believe they killed off, um, her husband, and, and basically says, I, I don't know who I am, but I need a job. And they're like, we'll help you. We got you. And in the meantime, Sonny's family is in agony. And keep in mind, Carly and Sonny at that point were the strongest couple on the show. Like there was no, they loved each other. Like there was no kink in that armor. And it was beautiful because they were forging relationships with Ava to kind of make sure Avery was happy. They had little Donna. Sonny's relationship with his children was just great. And you would have all these great scenes. And so when Sonny disappeared, like it was a massive grieving on everybody's part. Like, where is he? Is he dead? What do we do? And Carly was devastated. And then you had the threat start to happen Against Carly and her family, because the other families, and at that time there was five or six other families, were starting to really start to torture Sonny's family. And so Carly had to step in, and she didn't know what she was doing. So in the meantime, Nina goes to visit her okay, Nixon Falls, goes to visit her friend Phyllis and sees Sunny. She calls Carly. And if I'm remembering this wrong, somebody can tell me. But she calls Carly and Carly says something. that It was like right after she found out that Nell was her daughter and Carly didn't know Nell was Nina's daughter when she died, it was afterwards. But somehow Nina got it in her head that Carly knew that Nell was her daughter and didn't tell her. So Carly says, like, she calls Carly to tell her. But Carly says something on the phone that triggers Nina. So Nina decides not to tell her Sonny is alive. At that point, Nina lost. I mean, that was it for me. Because it, actually, it happened even later. Because then what Nina does is she starts to actively prevent Sunny from wanting to go back to Port Charles, she starts to romance him knowing full well that he is in
1: a marriage with Carly. I, I do feel like that she was romancing with with Sunny, but, um, and this is your question, so I should just let you fucking rant, I'm sorry. Uh-huh. Um, but she did keep saying like, I, I can't do anything with you until you get your memory back. Like there was some of that, and I know that's it's too late. I get. Oh all no, of that. it was
0: massively too late, and it was so selfish because there were so many opportunities. Joss came out, and 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 the torture that Carly was going through, like the whole reason she decided she was going to have to marry Jason is to save the family. Like that whole romance thing was like an afterthought, but it destroyed that relationship, and. To me, it's like, just imagine if your husband loses his memory, and your girlfriend doesn't tell you that she found him, and then, you know, oh, but he likes me now, sorry. Were they friends before? Who? Carly and Nina? Have they ever been friends? No, not really, but I mean, they weren't enemies until the whole Nell thing came out, and then Nina just lost her mind, and so this whole not telling Carly was in retaliation to Nell, and that made no sense. Nell was psycho. Carly didn't know Nell was Nina's daughter. Like the whole foundation of Nina's angst against Carly was wrong. And she just doubled down. And I just, that was it for me. It was like, no, you, you basically forced a situation and had multiple opportunities to come clean and didn't and oh it's just the worst
1: so she is there anything she could do to redeem herself in your eyes
0: no I mean what could she do and the problem is like every time she gets an opportunity she refuses to do the right thing every time and you saw it like her her weird like doubling down on her I don't know. Carly is far more reasonable with how she's approaching things and stable in how she looks at stuff. Nina's like all over the board. Now she's lying to Sunny about I mean, it's like no. She'll always I don't know. She'll always choose like the wrong path, which is like maybe a reliable aspect of her character, but it's it's so frustrating to watch, especially because on the flip side you know, she's like, oh, Sasha, we're best friends. And oh, Ava, we're best friends. And Charlotte loves me. And Christina, everybody's forgiven me. Everything's so great. I love you, Sonny." It's like all surface shit. Because one thing and Nina will just. That's me. That's my opinion. I'm sticking to it. And I, I ran for quite some time on that. I question love stuff.
1: it. That's why I set it up that way. And I'm looking at my questions. And I number them one to four and there are five questions for me. Yes. So let's just do a quick one and then we can go back to alternating because I have more questions for you than you have for me. Is that okay? Uh, Sure. What do you, you want to ask me another one? That's right. I'll,
0: I'll be quick. What character do you most wish would come back and why? Well, it's funny because I have a lot of characters. So you, but you mentioned probably the one that I really want to come back on the last week's episode, which was Spinelli. I miss that character. I think it's a phenomenal counter to a lot of the seriousness that happens, and it would fit in so many storylines right now. Um, but second only, like the only other character besides Lulu, which is like my top one, but the only other character that I really want to come back, uh, not as much as Spinelli, but is Phyllis. I miss Phyllis. I think she and Marshall uh, would be a phenomenal couple. So, that's my answer.
1: Awesome, okay. love it. My question: Listen for you. to us, get them back.
0: Yes. Which softball team do you think will take the title this year, and why?
1: I think GH will win because Violet is a force. Okay. Violet is so hyper competitive. She is aggressive in her fierceness. So I think. For Violet's sake, GH needs to win.
0: Okay, I'm writing that down. Uh, and then the second part of that question is, and with that, what do you want to see in season sixty-one? What couple storyline, action wish list, like what do you want to see? And I don't care how long you talk about this one because I am fascinated by it. <laughs> I I really
1: want Christina to have a story. I know they've with her foundation they've tried. Um, but they're not showing any of what she's doing. She just comes and talks about what she's doing. Oh, I met with this person. I met with this. You never see her actually doing it. You just see her talking about it. So I think if Blaze and Christina couple up, that would be awesome. But she needs depth. She need, and we need to see what she's doing. Yes, agreed. I mean, they've spent so much time on Molly, who used to be a strong character, and now her character is not strong. And they've just continued filling the episodes with Molly. And like, they gave her a little bit of her career thing. Oh, I lost the case. Like, what? (laughs) Like We haven't seen you work. All you do is (laughs) line and argue with your sister. And I think, I think we need more Christina. Agreed. We are a fan of the Davis women. Yes, more oh Davis God. women, and get Molly back mm-hmm. to Please. where she should be. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. blaming this actress. I just think when they switched actresses, they changed her character significantly. Yup. My next question is very similar. What and. It, if you had like magic writing wand, what storyline would you create? I want
0: to create a band.
1: Who's in I, this band?
0: I want a musical. I want, we have, we have, we have hospital, we have police. Do we have a band? No. And we need it. We got, the and b- we have all these musicians. Exactly. We got the foundations with Savoy, we've got Eddie Main, we've got Marshall. We've got Brooklyn and now possibly Blaze and Christina. Let's have like a rock and roll story. All about music and creating music and living that life. I'm in. That's what I want. I don't know why. Okay. (laughs) I really want it.
1: My only ask is if you follow Kathy's advice, you, you do more than just a refrain in the song. Oh, God, I, please. Yes. I, I cannot with these songs that just have like the same line over and over with no actual arc.
0: I mean, no. even um, Joss sings like, come on, like they have the nurses ball. Why not go full on and get a record? Why not create a full album worth of songs, original music? Chase and can sing.
1: It's doable because Sonny apparently has a music studio. Brooklyn is a
0: manager. Yes. Make it happen. Yeah. That's what I want to see. Okay. My last question for you. And I think it's a fun one. If you could live out of one character's closet, who would it be and why? And I want examples. Olivia. Oh, I did not think you were going to say that.
1: Olivia. I love her wardrobe. I mean, I, it's complicated because Olivia almost exclusively wears dresses and I don't, but she wears the kind of dresses generally that, that I like when I do wear dresses and she most consistently looks amazing. I enjoy Carly's wardrobe normally, although as the manager of Kelly's, she just seems to be a blazers and jeans person, all different color blazers. It's starting to get boring. I used to really enjoy Carly's wardrobe. I don't want to be a Blazers and Jeans person every day, Um, but Olivia consistently looks amazing. There are a couple of exceptions, satin bathrobe, bad one, Um, but I, I, I love Olivia's wardrobe, even if it's maybe not what I would put on my body because I am a comfy clothes person, mm. I, I, I think I'm still sticking with Olivia.
0: I love it. She she does have fantastic style. She's just consistently really killing it.
1: Also, I want her hair. Her hair always looks great.
0: Hmm. Agreed. She's like the youngest mom on the show, even though, I don't know. She's just great. She's a great character. And she's such a great mom to, to Leo. I don't know why that... Makes a difference here with fashion, but it does. (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
1: Okay. My last question is, who do you want to see together? Whether it's a couple or a business venture or just shenanigans, any sort of pairing
0: that you want to see? I want to see Sam and Spinelli open up a detective agency for realsies and hire on the side, Felicia, Dante, and Violet. <laughs> I love that Violet is part of it. Hell, she'd be a great detective. That girl leaves no stone unturned. Uh, that's I what I it. want, though. I want a detective. What about agency. Curtis? Yeah, great. Curtis can be part of it, too. Um, consultant? He can be the muscle, you know, to get them to confess at the end, you know. Uh, Drew could be part of it for crying out loud! Like we could go full on det- again.
1: Maxie would be a force.
0: Oh yeah, there you go. And you That's just put cool. him in a room with
1: Lucy and confess,
0: <laughs> <laughs> just to make them stop. But I feel like they've started and stopped it so many times with Sam that I feel like they need to make it official and go for it and 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 Anna
1: because Anna needs a job
0: that's right and I think that Dante like I think the long-term story for Dante is is that he's going to become so he's going to have to choose a side and he's going to choose Sonny and eventually I think he'll take over Sonny's uh whatever you call it business and so I think he's going to have to leave the police force, but he's not going to be able to leave right and wrong behind. So he'll want to be a detective. That's you know, whatever. If I was writing the show is what I would do.
1: Well, I'd like to thank you all for joining us for our, uh, sh- sh- shenanigans episode. I don't know. Our, our fun supplemental I, episode. That's what uh, my husband called it last night.
0: It's an end of season extravaganza.
1: That's lovely. Uh,
0: but yes, agreed. Thank you for listening. Reach out, please. We what love were it. your favorites. Yeah. What do you want to see? Answer
1: the questions that we uh, we asked. We would yeah. love to have your feedback.
0: Do you want to see more fireplaces? Because I certainly do. We've totally lost, you know. Right?
1: We haven't had lost fireplaces
0: or um, scotch. Yes. Okay. Where's scotch the scotch? And fireplaces. Lost mm-hmm. it all. All right. We'll be back next week with our regularly scheduled episode. Bye! Bye Bye-bye!